Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. Elizabeth, this man was seven foot tall. He was a member of my church. And during the first service, he walked out into the foyer and collapsed. Was it because of your preaching? No, I had not started <laughs> preaching yet. So, don't okay. go there, girl. No. Okay, okay. But they, they did CPR. They put him in the ambulance. They shocked him back uh, five times in the ambulance, twice more uh, once he got to the mm, ER. Wow. They took him into the heart cath lab, could not break through, <laughs> and could not open up the, the clogged artery. I went and asked if I might anoint him and pray for healing. In the hospital? Yes. Mm. The doctor said, why not? He's as good as dead. I went into the, the heart cath lab, and his pupils were dilated and fixed, and the blood was already modeling and, and collecting mm. on his back. Mm. You know, I've been a hospital chaplain for years. So I you know. I know mm. dead. And uh, the doctor said, you better get this family ready for death. When we take him off the vent, he's gone. Mm. So I went down and told the family that unless God performs a miracle today, your daddy's going to die. And mm. 10 minutes later, I saw these two doctors walk down the hall with this look on their face, and I thought, oh, no, this is it. And they said, well, something has happened now. It looks like he's going to survive, and if there's no brain damage, he'll make a full recovery. And two weeks later, he was back in church. <sighs> Wow, what an amazing story, really. It, it really is an amazing story. You know, today we're going to see a very similar story. It's just that four days went by from one to right, the other, but right. this man was really dead mm-hmm. and uh, completely dead and inside the tomb. And this is one of the stories that John has that is not recorded in any other gospel. Right. And that we also have the two levels, the one mm-hmm. that can be seen and mm-hmm. the one that cannot that be spiritual. seen. That is spiritual. That's right. So, we invite you actually to take your Bibles and follow with us on John chapter 11. We will not be able to cover every verse because of the amount of time we have together, but read it later by yourself so you can see all the details we're going to point out to you. Perhaps the first one we want to point out is the fact that Jesus delays four days before going to where Lazarus is when he gets the news that he is sick. Mary and Martha sent word to Jesus uh, telling that uh, their brother Lazarus was sick in Bethany. Uh, in verse 2, it says, And it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. The sisters uh, therefore sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he who you love is sick. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified by it. And he says here in verse 5, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two days longer in the mm-hmm. place where he was. And this will result in the fact that he gets there four, four days, days after he has died. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to make a a small parenthesis here to tell you that because God delays an answer doesn't mean He doesn't love you. Here, the two verses are just opposed. Jesus loved them and He delayed. I have a phrase I made for myself that delays are designed to magnify the miracle. Right. And in this case, that is true because the Jews believe that four days after a person died, their spirit or their soul lingered around for about four more days trying to get back to the body or something. It was still there. And then after four days, it would give up and go away. So, you're going to see this four days many times uh, in the narrative because actual narrative is telling you this man is really, really dead. Yes. They have to be really, really dead. So, verse 17 says, when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb for four days. Here, you start getting this four days and you're going to get it over and over again. And Jesus shows up 
and establishes this dialogue with Martha that mm-hmm. we're going to pick up on verse 20. And Martha's a little bit angry with Jesus. Martha, therefore, when she heard that Jesus was coming, went to meet him, but Mary still sat in the house. And Martha, therefore, said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Okay, now, this is a difficult passage because some people say, well, this must mean that Martha knew that Jesus was going to resurrect him. There's no indication of that Mm-mm. here. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite because mm-hmm. when she says, I know that whatever, that whatever is a plural world, a word in the Greek, mm-hmm. which means I know that whatever things mm-hmm. you ask of God, he will do. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what she's saying is, I know that you have effective prayer. I know uh, that you know how to pray to the Father. There's no mention here of what's coming up. In fact, it it almost seems to imply, I know that even now, I still believe that if you've been here, you could have healed him. You could have kept him alive. But, you know, all right, I know that it's an intellectual knowledge. Yes. See, we want to point out two things to you. One is the verb, I know. Mm -hmm. And the other one is this level of belief. A lot of people have a a religion Mm -hmm. in which they just go with a house. house are important. You know, the prayer, the, mm-hmm. the, the Bible life, the, they're very, very important. A, a set of doctrines yes. all can be very important. Well, the doctrines come up next mm-hmm. when she says uh, the actual doctrine is the yeah. what you believe. Mm-hmm. But the how you believe is like prayer is a, a meditation every day mm-hmm. on, on, on the Bible and things like that. They're very important unless they are something in themselves. Right. If it's not taking you to a a deeper knowledge of Jesus, Jesus keeps pushing Martha saying, look, I have to get you to a deeper level of belief. These things are means to an end, and the the end is always to know Jesus, always to know and to believe in Him. So, the narrative here, the first thing it highlights is the how, and Jesus says to Martha in verse 23. He says, uh, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. So, he's pushing her. Yeah. And then she says, go to the second level of belief that we're yeah. going to call the what's. Yeah. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And of course, this refers to some prophecies found in the Old Testament. That yeah. they were expecting that when the Messiah came, that there would be resurrections. And they believed in the resurrection of the last day. Yeah, see, we, we think that resurrection is a new belief, but it's not. No. Resurrection is a belief that was there throughout the Old Testament. And one of the ways that people would know that this age would have ended and that the Messiah had come to establish his kingdom is that all these people would rise from the dead. And that's why um, uh, Matthew, for example, if you remember our talk on the cross when Jesus dies, says, and all these people resurrected at that moment because he's trying to say, this is the Messiah. It's a fulfillment of this prophecy. Isaiah 26 is one place where we find this. Your dead will uh, live, their corpses will rise. You who lie in the dust, awake, awake, and shout for joy, for your dew is as the dew of the dawn. Yeah, Mike just read was Isaiah 26, verse 19, which is a prophecy of a time when they would, all these people will resurrect from mm-hmm. the dead. We, for example, also have it in Daniel. Daniel has a prophetic book on chapter 12, uh, talks about the time of the end. And verse 2 also talks about uh, people rising from the dead, some towards uh, everlasting life, and some towards... What towards, it says here is disgrace in this particular translation, yes, or everlasting contempt. contempt. Which means that they're done, is, mm-hmm. is the end for them. So, you want to read verse 2? Uh, oh, I just chapter, turned from it. I thought okay. we'd summarized it <laughs> okay, there. Okay, no, I'll, I'll read it. 
good. good. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the ground will awake, these to everlasting life, others to disgrace and everlasting contempt. Right. So there was this uh, understanding that at the end of times, there would be this massive resurrection. And that's what Martha is referring to here is the doctrinal belief. I, I believe that this is going to happen. I, I know that this is going to happen. Yes. You know, um, Martha said, I know. See, he, yeah. she answers again with an I, I know. know. And she actually uh, says the doctrine word by word. We mm -hmm. have in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, we have a book called the 28 Do uh, Fundamental Doctrines. That's right. And one of them uh, has to do with the state of the dead. Right. And specifically, we have this almost word by word. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, uh, he will rise again in the resurrection on the last on day. On the last day. And we believe that. We believe that those that are sleeping in Christ will be raised on the last day. Yeah, we believe that death is asleep, awaiting the voice of Christ at the last day, at the second coming for mm -hmm. the resurrection. And at that time, they will rise again. So, Martha saying, yeah, 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 I know that. I know my doctrines. Mm -hmm. So, she says, I know you have intercessor prayer and you have that down, Jesus. I know God hears you. I have my doctrines straight. Yeah. I've been studying my doctrines and I know this. And but, Jesus pushes her yeah. even farther. Because he's, he's saying here, basically, doctrines have a purpose, and that is they get you to me. Again, not only does prayer and meditation have a purpose to bring you to Christ, but doctrines do the same thing. They only reveal Him. That's their value. Let me tell you, if uh, you have been in a church that evangelizes just with hows and whats, yeah. you still haven't tasted the core of what no. this is all about, because this is not about whats and hows. It's about whats and hows as straws through which you're going to drink the living water. The living water. So, verse 25, Jesus 20. takes her to the third level. Yeah, I am the resurrection of the life. He who believes in me shall live even if he dies, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? For the first time, it, it, Martha gets a chance to say that she believes in a who, not in yeah. just a how or a what, but a person. Yeah, and that is always the key. It gets right back to the, the who. Whenever we focus on how and what, in exclusion to the who, we have an empty, bankrupt religion. You know, and here she says, yes, I, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who was to come into the world, but her belief will be tested a few verses later right. when Jesus says, okay, fine, let's remove the stone. Mm -hmm. And she says, no, 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 it stinks. The King James Version says, <laughs> yeah. it stinketh. He, it stinketh, yes, <laughs> it right. It stinketh. And, you know, Martha is ever the pragmatist and she goes <laughs> right to the heart of the court. You know, let's not do this. This smells really bad right now. <laughs> yeah, and Jesus says, didn't I tell you didn't you just tell me that yeah, you believe I'm the right. son? And didn't I tell you that if you believe, again, the word, you will see the glory of God? So, today we want to, you know, the end of the story. He, res she res he resurrects uh, Martha's Lazarus. Lazarus. Yes. And we want to tell you today that, that when you get to the who. Yeah. Then that's, everything else makes sense. That's where the power is, and that's where the joy and the abundant life is. Yeah, this is when it opens up for you, because belief is the bridge between the reality that you see, that sometimes it stinketh. Yeah, it stinketh. And the way that God wants you to see reality in the fact that you have eternal life because of who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. How and what are important, but only as they relate to the who, because it is in the who that we find life, and we find joy, and we find eternity. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Jesus101Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101Media. Until next time, live free.